my uncle on here also because my my uncle is the reason for all the good and the bad he is the reason that i'm an eagles fan to this day because yeah, my man. dad my dad does not watch sports so i did not grow <laughs> up watching any sports whatsoever but my uncle's house every time we go there is decked out i mean top to bottom in eagles memorabilia his entire basement so it's just like when i started nice. watching sports it was like yeah, Eagles, that's my team. <laughs> and over the last 10 years that I've been watching sports, it's been ma- mainly, yeah, Eagles, that's, that's, yeah. that's my that's my team. <laughs> hey, man, I don't know about you guys, but I'm still riding that that high from 2017. And I, I think I think I'll be on that high for a little while. The, well, the best the best argument is just is like anytime anyone wants to bring up or I should say anytime Steelers fans want to bring up the rings conversation. The question simply is, when was your last championship as opposed and, to when was our last championship? And how old were you when you saw? <laughs> especially now that Roethlisberger's done, especially yeah, now that yeah, Roethlisberger's yeah. done, there's nobody left from that. There's from the last year, the Steelers Super Bowl win. But right. even ours, the Eagles, the, we have I think it's very like few. McLeod, Kelsey, Kelsey, uh, Lane, Alex and Graham. Brandon Brooks, Lane, Kelsey. Oh, yeah, I forgot the old lineman. Yeah. And Jake yeah. Elliott. Jake Elliott. My favorite. Miles. <laughs> Miles oh, no, because that was, they had. Uh, that was the year Miles after. Was like was there. After, Blunt was yeah. there. And yeah. We had Blunt, Ajayi, and Clemson. And Barnett. Barnett's still. Oh, yeah. Barnett. Barnett. Oh, thank God for Barnett. Barnett. He did one good thing one. his entire career. He did career. one good thing, Barnett. and I have hated him <laughs> since. <honestly>. Yeah. <laughs> one good thing. That's it. Hey, well, well, we're thankful for that one good thing. I mean, no, hey, good people still good. love people still love Nick Foles for his one great thing. I mean, well, it was a it was a couple great things, but you know, it's a string of three games that really sealed the deal. But uh, yeah, I mean, he had a really solid uh, the, the next year when Wentz got hurt again after that Dallas game. He came in, took us to the playoffs again, and yep. he was one Alshon Jeffrey drop. Alshon away from freaking Jeffrey. I will never have... forget where I was mm-hmm. when I watched that. I cannot believe he – one thing Alshon had in his entire career was good hands, was yeah. the ability yeah. to catch a football. And that one – and he was never the same after that. He dropped yeah. that ball yeah. and completely vanished the next season after You know, that. and I actually felt no, like so bad for him. And I was still such like an Alshon Jeffrey apologist after that that I actually bought an Alshon Jeffrey jersey <laughs> after that because I – That's a sad case. But I remember like right before – even like literally right before that game, there was a sit-down interview with – it was Golden Tate because we had just gotten him, uh, Nelson Aguilar and Alshon Jeffrey. And they were all talking about like, oh, like, what are you best at on the team? And like Aguilar said he was the fastest and Alshon said he had the best hands. And Golden Tate, I think, said he was the best route runner or something like that. But they had just uh, he had just boasted about his hands, basically. And then and then he dropped it. So one good thing he had going for him. I, I still cannot believe and I guess I can believe it, but I really cannot believe Howie Roseman's ineptitude when it comes to the draft. It's pretty horrible. How how did we how did they miss so many times so many times? You look at Andre Dillard. I mean, that's a that's a kind of a big swing and a miss. The receivers, everybody knows. Um, the receivers, the receivers is the big one. Yeah. But do you know that even before I because I I don't know when Howie Roseman's tenure began as as GM, but the Eagles could have drafted at one point in time. Jerry Rice. Wow. And they, they drafted not another, that old. They, so it's definitely they not drafted Rice. another yeah, it wasn't him, but this <laughs> franchise as a whole that just yeah, have an inability to draft wide receivers because yeah. 
when I looked at that, I was like, are you, like, how did you – they drafted another receiver instead of Jerry Rice, and, and he was still on the board. And I was just like, how do how, – how? no wonder it took them till 2017 to win a championship. It's, yeah. It is no wonder. I'm praying um, Devonta can be, like, the answer to all that – all those issues, but before him, it was Jeremy Macklin and Deshaun Jackson, and before that, it was like nothing, you know. Yeah, it was uh, before that. Nothing. It would have been the, those those two two and a half years of uh, what's Kevin Curtis Terrell, was there for a little bit. Terrell Kevin Owens. Curtis, Terrell White Owens. Thunder. Before that, Trash and Stinkston. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they, they've been horrible and corners as well. They are very bad at drafting. Um, they are. I'm hoping that turns around. Maddox looks like he's like going to be. Yeah, I do too. So he and, definitely and earned his way away from the Sheldon Brown and Lito Shepard days. Yes. And um, yeah. what was his name? McLeod. McLeod doesn't look awful some days. Yeah, he's not bad. He's, he's right. turning in. An, I mean, what's his name that went to the Packers? Um, Sidney Jones, Salt. that's who went to Oh, the, no. Uh, oh, yeah. Was it Jones? Sidney, or, uh, Brazil Douglas. Douglas. Um, Douglas. Yeah, yeah. He leaves. Yeah. Philly he's playing pretty well. And, and suddenly turns into well, like it's like Philly's the place where corners go to die. Right. Remember, Apparently. Namdi Asamoah. Namdi I was just thinking about yep. that. But he re- he retired. Like, he played those one and a half years and just was. I mean, he's just <laughs> like, you know what? I don't, I don't need to work. Now. Well, his wife—he's married to Kerry Washington. Yeah, so he's an actor. He's an actor now. Yeah. Number number one, he doesn't ever have to do anything else ever because he's married to Kerry Washington. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, that, it's just—it's sad, man. Miss Asante Samuel, those good old days back then. Yeah, we should have drafted his son. Um, Which they should have. Why they did not draft him in the second round, I don't understand. They Dickerson him. did do pretty well this year, so I'll give him that. But. That would Asante nice Samuel then just went to the Chargers and helped the Chargers out a little Asante bit. Asante Samuel yeah. Senior though was, I mean, there was yeah, some frustration with him as well. He was either going to get you a pick six or he's going to get beat deep. Oh, for sure. it was one of those two oh. every time. It's Darius Slay. It's okay. It's the same thing. <laughs> wow. No, but I like I like Darius Slay a lot. But uh, we'll see how long he lasts there. Yeah, he's not getting but any younger. So. Did you did you hear the That's report good. today that the Texans and their idiocy are are wanting to um, interview Jonathan Gannon? So the Eagles might end up with a competent defensive coordinator next year who can actually do something other than. Run you the know, same thing lose, over again. Lose yeah. games to teams that they shouldn't be losing against. Let me just say Gannon's this. Gannon's been pretty average this year, I think. I don't think he has a ton of talent to work with, but, like, there, there's no really, um, like, blitzes that happen very often. It's very basic. Um, so I'm looking to see what he does if he gets more safety help, more linebackers, hopefully in the draft. Um, I feel like I'd give him one more year, but I don't think it hurt to get a more, like, defensive-minded kind of innovative sort of guy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, think of it Think of it like this. How many times did you watch the Eagles this year? And I know this happened for me a lot. And I thought, did the other team even punt today? Yeah. I know it happened with the Chiefs. I think it happened the first right. time. And even <laughs> yeah. the second time we played yeah. the Buccaneers. There was just so many games. The Cowboys. The, the yeah. There's so many games where you think they're just absolutely slaughtering us. Like, we have NFL players on our defense, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it's it's yeah, just they're not, they're not <laughs> right. <laughs> so this is this brings us to an interesting point. Uh, but I want to continue the conversation that the three of us kind of had a little bit on Facebook uh, yesterday after the Eagles playoff loss. 
Uh, I posted on Facebook that the only thing that will give me solace for uh, Howie Roseman's idiocy and his drafting ability and missing out on Justin Jefferson is to use the Eagles' first-round draft picks, all three of them, to go get uh, Jay Jettas, <laughs> Justin Jefferson, which I think is a great idea. Uh, and then that 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 led to a, a series of conversations about the answer in Philadelphia. Um what do you think, as an Eagles fan, Steve and Kyle, what do you think are is the main problem of uh, the Philadelphia Eagles? What do you think, if we change, uh, will make us perennial contenders? Kyle, you can go first. I mean, I think it all starts at the okay, – I, mean, I think it all starts at the quarterback position, honestly. Unless you're, like, having a late defense slash Trent Dilfer when the Ravens won – um, like you need an elite quarterback to win in this game. And I like what you two both had to say about Jalen Hurts. Cause I think you're both right in a sense. I think Jalen Hurts can be a good quarterback. I don't think he's terrible. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm more in the middle. I'm like, yeah, he's okay. I think he has some elite traits like um, his character, his work ethic, his running ability, his movement in and out of the pocket, his athleticism, his short accuracy, I think, is all like pretty good. Um, but the two big things for me is like anticipation slash reading the defense and his strength of his arm, the velocity on the ball. Um, if you have one of those as an elite trait, let's say you have anticipation slash can read a defense. Well, you don't need the the biggest arm because you can know where the ball is going to go, i.e., Tom Brady. Um, but if you suck at that, well, you can make it up for having a very a big arm like Josh Allen. You don't have to be that great reading defenses because you can zip it anywhere. And I feel like he's pretty much below average to average on both. Um, And I don't know how far it's going to get you unless, unless you surround him with a lot, a lot of weapons. But to do that, you have to have a very good GM to surround him with a lot of players. And we don't have that. I don't think so. I think it's a a, a two pronged approach there. Just the GM needs to be better. And we need to see if Jalen Hurts can be that guy. I'm more on the fence of, I don't know yet. Some people are like, for sure. Some people are like, heck no. I'm just like, let's wait another year and see. So talent is the first thing. Um, They need a lot of, a lot of, a lot of talent on defense and a little bit more on offense too. So um, talent first and then figure out the quarterback and then hopefully they get a new GM in the meantime, but I don't think we will. So, well, I, listen, yeah. I agree with like 99.9 of everything you just said. Um, definitely need more talent everywhere. Obviously <laughs> um, the talent that we do have still underperforms because of the pieces around them, like Devonta Smith didn't even get targets to like the third or yeah. fourth quarter yesterday. Um but I mean, I think yeah. Yeah, I know that you were. Do you want that? Uh, Alvin wanted to bring this up, but you guys are avoiding that. We have, I think, one of the worst coaches in the league. I don't care what our record says. Um, so I think that <sighs> I think that when your coach has to get bullied on the internet by 15 year olds to run the ball and <laughs> reminded that, he, that Miles Sanders exists, that's just what are we doing? You know, there was well, a play yesterday on, during the game where. We had a fourth and ten, and he designed or the first route available. the 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 primary route was a curl route from uh, for Jalen Rager, 
So on fourth and ten, we're still in the game. It's like the second quarter. Can that be like? Can that be like Voldemort, where we just don't say his name? Because that's that's a, <laughs> this should be a trigger warning anytime someone goes to say that name. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I just I, I I don't know why. I I think part of the problem is the, the the problem is the coach, and also the I think Howie Roseman is also the next biggest problem because Howie Roseman will I think he knows how everybody feels about him. And I think that he will be absolutely married to his decisions and force them until they're right or not at all. So I think that they, I think we will keep seeing Jalen Rager, unfortunately, because I don't think he want. I don't, if we give up on Jalen Rager, he has to admit he's wrong. Um, Hmm. And, and he gave up on Aguilar. So there's that. Yeah. But Aguilar also had a ton of big catches in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Rakers had a couple good catches this year, like two of them. All season, <laughs> but, I mean, we can all admit he's better than J.J. Ortega Whiteside. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think <laughs> Not there's saying any, much. I, yeah, I don't think there's any. You know what makes me so upset before you, Steve? Just, he's, he has one, 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 one touchdown in his career. And now, I know DK Metcalf is not everyone's. for a touchdown. No, no, that is his only touchdown. That is his touchdown. Fumble recovery, yep. His oh, only okay. touchdown is the the Miles Sanders fumble recovery. That's yeah. it. He's never caught a receiving touchdown in his entire career. And the Eagles I drafted he had one with Wentz against the Dolphins no, a couple years ago. That's it. It's just the one, unfortunately. Okay. Or he may, I'm I'm pretty Maybe sure. Even if even if it's just that one, then he's got two touchdowns in his career. <laughs> and the Eagles drafted him instead of DK Metcalf. Now I know DK Metcalf is not the greatest receiver in the world, but he's freaking gigantic. And if anything else, he can catch a football. Yeah, and I mean, he can yeah, run routes. He can score touchdowns and run yeah. routes. But well, let me say this. Now, tell me what – imagine this yeah. scenario for a second, both of you. Imagine that J.J. Ortega-Whiteside had either been drafted by another team or we cut him or traded him or whatever. I guarantee he would be a decent receiver somewhere else. Nelson, Nelson Aguilar went to the Patriots and turned – well, he went to the Raiders. For sure. He had a phenomenal season in the Raiders last year. And went to the Patriots this year and had an average season with the Patriots. I, I yeah, I agree. That, I agree with you, Steve. I think he'd probably be better team. somewhere else. Yeah. So I, I I think that the Eagles have also a very long yeah. history of grossly misusing talent or not mm-hmm. understanding the talent that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This was like like what I said, like when when cornerbacks come to the Eagles to die, like Namdi Asamoah, or or uh, I mean, it, there's a couple other guys whose names are eluding me right now, but we've had a lot of like big name guys come to Philly, like big contract guys. And then Byron Maxwell. (laughs) Yes. That's the other one I'm thinking of. Yes. Byron Maxwell. I know this, I think this guy was drafted by us, but if you guys remember Bradley Fletcher, Mm -hmm. that's probably Mm -hmm. one of the worst Eagles of all time. Kerry Williams as well. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we just have a really long history of misusing really good talent. Um, Especially on defense, I think. Um, but so I, I think I think the problem. This is, this is a we, really we haven't had a good linebacker in years. Yeah, so. uh, a really long winded long winded response to what Kyle said, which is I think yes, I agree with everything he said about our players, but primarily I think it's an organizational thing. Uh, hmm. I am will always be a Doug Peterson apologist, so. He should still have been the coach for our team this year. Now let's just let's just. I want to. Uh, I want to. I want to debate that for a second. I, we'll get yeah. to the show in a, in a second. But you mentioned <laughs> you mentioned that uh, Nick Sirianni 
the head coach was a huge problem for you. You think he's top of your list and needed to be bullied into running the ball. But I don't know if you remember Doug Peterson's last two years. He should have been bullied to run the ball because they have grossly, grossly, grotesquely underutilized Miles Sanders, who I think when healthy could be a top 10 running back in the league. But he has, until this season when they committed to running, he he is criminally underutilized. Part of that falls on Doug Peterson for throwing the ball way too much with Wentz and for getting to run. I think that had something to do with the fact that Wentz burnt out as fast as he did. Because yeah, I really liked sure. Wentz when he was there. I thought he had a lot of upside and a lot of potential and thought he could have been great there. Should have won the MVP that season he got injured. Would have probably still beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl because he was that good. Um, but they stopped running the ball. And at some point, you just knew Carson was going to run the ball or you knew they were going to chuck it down the field. And that was all they were going to do. Um, so I think that has part of, part of the reason that the Eagles have struggled over the years is bad coaching in general. Um, that's that's my feelings on it. But I one, just think, one more – oh, go ahead, Kyle. I just think the GM to the head coach kind of uh, the chemistry there, like Doug had no idea what he wanted, so Harry Roseman gave him random stuff. Or Doug wanted this player or X, Y, Z, and Roseman's like, sure – and they didn't know, like you said, Steve, like they didn't really know how to use the talent they had. Um, I think that was Doug's and Howie's issue is that they didn't really know what each other wanted. Like you look at you look at the Rager pick, you look at the Hertz pick, like everyone was so dumbfounded. Like, was that a, a, a group decision or was that one guy just, you know what I mean, liking someone mm-hmm. else? Um, I think Doug is a probably better overall coach than Nick Sirianni ever will be. Sure. Um, but I think from like, talent perspective x's and o's sirianni might be a little bit better at developing him and his staff we'll see like maddox i feel like this is his best year by far and maybe that's not sirianni but i feel like that's his staff um i think javon hargrave josh sweat i think the talent on the Mm o-line i mean dallas goddard's best year devon smith best rookie receiver in terms of yardage that we've had since deshaun uh, even beat his record, you know. So there's there's pieces here that are developing. I think more than Doug would have. However, like you said, like he was bullied into running the ball, and, and his analogies and metaphors that he used just I just kind of laughed when I heard them all. It's another thing yeah. I really didn't like, like the about whole flower thing. I'm not sure if you heard that. That was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> another thing I really didn't like about him is that he tried really hard, and I guess you can kind of appreciate this, but he tried really, really hard to like look like he's bought into like the Philly mindset, you know, like the first couple weeks of the season, he'd wear like, right. he wore like a Deshaun yeah. Jackson t-shirt or, or like, or Dr. J t- t-shirt or something like that. Mm-hmm. He'd have some really flashy look. I'm a Philly guy yeah. thing. Uh, the first couple weeks. And eventually yeah. he kind of gave that up. Um, but I think he like, he tried so hard to, to, to win everybody over. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's just not like, Talking and and showing that kind of stuff isn't how Philly fans appreciate you. You know what I mean? Philly fans care about you know what you do on the field and just and win, man. Know, yeah, just <laughs> win. That's it. And have the passion. Yeah. I think I think like passion. I think he 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 incorrectly analyzed how Philly people have their passion. If you mm-hmm. want to look at the passion that Philly fans have, like look at somebody like Jason Kelsey's Super Bowl parade speech, mm-hmm. right? But I think he kind of like took this right. like internet meme passion and 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 put it on a t-shirt and thought like everyone's gonna think I'm cool now, you know. So like I think he really also did not vibe yeah. with a lot of the 
a lot of the fans and I, and I, I think a lot of the players, but I don't, you know, I don't know for that for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, to me, a lot of it is, I know you can look at numbers and like he, he, we ended up like 10 and seven or nine and eight or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. um, but I think that sometimes you just got to do the eye test. You know what I mean? And I think if you just do the eye test on somebody like Hertz and Sirianni, it's just, it's, it seems like such a low scene. Um, well, and I, and I will say from the eye test, I mean, the record of the Eagles definitely should have been improved by about three games. There about three games that they let slip away that they were there. Um, for one thing, for Sirianni's credit, I mean, I don't know if it was coaching, if they just had a bad day, what it was at the beginning of the season, but they were right there with the Chiefs until the very end of that game. They were right there with the Bucks until the very end of that game. I mean, the, the Eagles, while they had eight losses in the season, we know, of course, one of them doesn't count because it was the last game of the season. They've made the playoffs. They're resting everybody. So that game doesn't really count. So out of those seven losses, they only got blown out three games. It was the Raiders. It was the Cowboys. And then it was, um, I don't remember. who the, uh, the, the, the Buccaneers score ended up being like 17 points. I think it was like a three-score game. But it was really a much closer game than the score indicated. I think um, we got embarrassed by the Giants the first time we played them, too. Oh, that that yeah, that was, well. Yeah, the Giants game was, wasn't great. That's that was sure. not a great game. That was probably our worst loss of the season. In and the Giants of are one of the most embarrassing teams game. in the league. You know what I mean? There were also some suspect things going on. We'll blame two of those on Rager. We'll blame a missed holding call. Uh, but there's a, there's a lot of stuff to talk about in that game. But we got to get started with the show. But I want to do one real quick thing before we start. Um, Steve, you mentioned that Jalen Hurts is not your answer at quarterback uh, on Facebook. And I just want to know real quick, Steve, Kyle, if Jalen Hurts is not the answer at quarterback, who do the Eagles go out and get? Russell Wilson. <laughs> Um, I don't. Or think just that, wait till C.J. Stroud slash Bryce Young become eligible. I think the answer is that the QB free agency market, and I believe next year's draft class is like pretty weak. Um. Um. So the answer is, um, unless Jalen Hurts makes takes a massive step up next year, I think that will be a mediocre at best team for a couple years. Um, and you know what? Sometimes that's what you need in order to have like long-term success. Um, you know, maybe he will turn it around next year. I think Jalen Hurts is the kind of guy that will work his ass off. I don't think he's gonna, you know, he's not gonna be, um, Mm -hmm. a slacker in that regard. And I think he, he, I think he knows he's always the first guy to say like, yeah, I fucking suck today, you know? Um, so I think that that's, (laughs) that's the thing I like most about, about him is that he seems like a really mature, motivated Mm -hmm dedicated mm-hmm. guy he seems like a great young guy um but like kyle said sure. like there's some things that i don't see i don't see that, that can't get better i don't see his arm right. magically getting a lot better sure. um by next season so to compensate for that he's got to study his ass off and get some better decision making or otherwise he's never going to be taken seriously as you know a top half of the league quarterback I uh, I agree with all, all of everything both of you said. I I am just partial to Jalen. I think I think what it is is not Jalen Hurts per se. Even though I do like him a lot. I just think I am a big proponent of having a black quarterback. Uh, there's just something about a non-traditional non-traditional quarterback um, that number one I love to see, and number two that the Eagles historically have loved to see, and have had success with. with um, 
that me? Is everything okay? We're all good? That sounded really weird. Um, Chani says your mic is doing it again. I gotta unplug it. Hold on. Thanks, Chani. Can't hear you. All right. Can Can you hear me yeah. now? You yeah. sound good now. Okay. Got a new fancy mic and it's starting to act up. So who knows? Um, what was I saying? Black quarterbacks. Uh, so I love Jalen. I think that he can do a lot, um, and I'm intrigued to see what he can do. But we'll see. So we will uh, get started with the show in just a second. But for right now, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Very weird things during that. Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of You Think You Know, your weekly trivia show where we find out how much someone knows about something. Uh, tonight, we have the third member of Jocks of All Trades finally pulling up to the show. We have my good friend Kyle and my dearest friend Steve on the podcast tonight. Gentlemen, can you do me a quick favor? Introduce yourselves to the audience. Let them know who you are. What's up, everybody? I'm Kyle, like you said, uh, host of Jocks of All Trades, co-founder. Um, go Birds, screw the Cowboys, I'm glad they lost, glad the Steelers lost, glad the Patriots lost, even though the Birds lost. If those three teams lose, I'm having a it's good a weekend. Good day. So, it's, a great, yeah. it's a great time. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. Yeah. Hey, I'm Steve Aguirre. Um, uh, yes, also Go Birds. Yes, also fuck the Cowboys. Um, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> towards negative against the Steelers, but also don't really care because they suck. Um, but I'm also a big uh, hockey fan. So if any of the, any Flyers fans out there, they also suck, but you know, gotta love them. Hey, see, Cheney, Cheney is watching <laughs> in the comments. So he's, sorry, sorry. And Cheney, and Cheney is a Patriots fan. So he's, oh, he's got a lot, to, right, he's gonna have a lot right. to say about that one. Sorry about uh, but that. thank you gentlemen for pulling to the show. I'm very happy to have you here. I love any time the Eagles fans can get together because we spend 20 minutes at the beginning of the show talking about Philly, and that's just a great time. So here is how the show works. If you've never seen the show before, um, this is You Think You Know. Uh, this is a trivia show. Uh, there are 15 multiple choice questions. Okay, So for each question, Kyle and Steve will have 30 seconds to think of an answer. And at the end of that 30 seconds, they're going to tell me what they think their answer is. And we're going to find out. Get this, Cheney. I know you'll appreciate this. We're going to find out if you deserve a spot in the starting lineup or if you deserve to be on the bench. Uh, that's our scoring guidelines. Chaney and I have talked about kind of how we'll end up with the score. Um, so our above average score is like above a 10, 11 out of 15. You're a starter. If you're right there in the middle of the pack, you deserve a spot on the team. You're on the bench. If you get less than like five questions, I mean, you, you just you got to be cut. You got to go. Uh, so that'll be the scoring guidelines for this show tonight. Um, so you have 30 seconds to answer each question. Just find out how much you know about the Philadelphia Eagles and their history. 
Um, there is a bonus round that we will cover when we get there. I'll let everybody know how that works. Um, and I feel like there's something that I'm forgetting, but I don't remember what it is. So if it comes up, it comes up. Thank you for tuning in to our Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch streams. Make sure to follow us on all those social medias, uh, social media platforms. That would be wonderful. And we will get started with tonight's episode of You Think You Know the Philadelphia Eagles with question number one. Gentlemen, are there any questions from you before we begin? Thanks, so. I'm good. Fantastic. Time begins once I finish reading the last option. Question number one. In 1933, Burt Bell and Lud Ray reactivated what NFL franchise which became the Philadelphia Eagles? Is it A, the Canton Bulldogs, B, the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets, C, the Cleveland Tigers, or D, the Louisville Colonels? Wow, that is a word. 30 seconds is on the clock. Wow, those are some names. That they're fantastic. Imagine any one of these teams. I feel like um, Washington should take one of these examples as their, yeah, as their team sure. name, as opposed to whatever awful name they're going to come up with. Colonels wouldn't be I, bad. Washington football Colonels. team was kind of growing on me, honestly. I know. So I kind of liked it. It's so stupid that I kind of WF kind of growing on me. I mean, their franchise is that bad that they deserve to not even have a name. You know, it just feels like with Dan Snyder there, he might be the yeah. only person in the universe worse than Harry Roseman. <laughs> All righty. Time's up. In 1933, Burt Bell and Lud Ray reactivated what NFL franchise which became the Eagles? Is it A, the Canton Bulldogs, B, the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets, C, the Cleveland Tigers, or D, the Louisville Colonels? Gentlemen, answers, please. Oh, I was supposed to write it down? No, oh, no, bad. you can use the picture. Kyle's just using his phone as his hotspot, so he doesn't uh, – Can I say it out loud? Can sure. I say my answer out loud? You can if you want to. I was going to say the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets. Well, that is good because you both have said the correct answer, the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets. Congratulations, gentlemen. You are one for one. Yeah, if you want to write it down, um, Steve, you can. If you want to use those pictures that I sent you, you can use those too. That's what those are used for. Kyle's just using his phone for his hotspot because he doesn't have Wi-Fi. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Got you. That, and we just use those. That way it saves you from, like, stealing stealing each other's answers. Just I got you. I got you. Across the board. So it is a tie one for one. Would you guys be Yellow Jacket fans if that was the team? If we were still the Philadelphia Yellow Jackets? I mean, where's, where's Frankfurt at? Great question. It's probably somewhere near I don't know. I hope so. I mean, I've always just been a local team as best guy. So if they yeah. be my closest in proximity team, <laughs> I go for it. You know, we all live here in Central PA where oh, everybody's yep. a Steelers fan, but Philly's closer Frankfurt, to than, than Frankfurt, Philadelphia. So it must be a, an area of Philly. Yeah, I, w- I would definitely so be a YJ. I don't know. Those those yellow jackets would be too close to Steelers colors for me. I don't know. If <laughs> that's, probably, that's true. We'd have to run away from that one. <laughs> you guys remember a couple years ago we, when we still had like McNabb and and uh, and Westbrook? We had that yellow blue and yellow uniform against the Lions. Was that a yellow oh, yeah. jacket? Uh, it might have been. It was the blue and blue and yellow. The that was probably probably a blue and yellow one. Yes, like really that was light their, color. That was like their team still, colors: blue, yellow, and white. Too. Mm-hmm. I'm looking on Google and it says that their team colors were blue, yellow, and white. So it must have been. And I don't like those jerseys at all. So, oh, they were awful. I'm a big fan. Horrible. Horrible. I'm a big fan of the Reggie White, Kelly Green era. Yeah, those are nice. Bring those back. Those are my favorite jerseys in the universe. 
So you know, honestly, uh, I, I have a lot of friends that are Eagles fans, and I feel like I'm the only one that that thinks this. Bit, but I really love our current uniform. I just think it's like one of the nicest ones in the league. And the midnight green. midnight green is not my favorite color of green, but uh, I like the black on black too. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. I think all black jerseys just look fire no yeah. matter what team it is. <laughs> yeah. You just get the little piping of the color. It just looks so yeah. sharp. So uh, I'm down with either. All right, gentlemen, uh, is a tie game. Moving on to question number two. Do me a favor and keep your own scores in your heads, will you? Because I'm going to get very confused. There's a lot going on on my end. So gotcha. uh, keep your scores. Here we go. Question number two. Who was the first player taken by the Eagles in the 1999 NFL draft? Was it A, Donovan McNabb? B, Corey Simon, C, Terrell Owens, or D, Trey Thomas? Wow, a lot of names on there. A lot of, a lot names. of good names. Yeah. Can I can I say who it's definitely not? You can if you'd like to, but I don't know. Kyle might go pick that one. So. <laughs> I'm struggling right I would now. Like to, I would think Kyle would know that, that we did not draft Terrell Owens. I would think he would. 49ers, boy. Yeah. 49ers, yeah. Came to us in a three-way trade. Uh, with the Ravens, fun fact. If you didn't wow, know. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. He was actually was, traded. He was actually being traded to the Ravens, and then the Eagles snuck in somehow and and got him from there. Was so. it Brandon Whiting? Was that who? What? Couldn't. What tell, I don't know any more than that. To be honest with you, <laughs> I, I <laughs> forget. I was so young. Who was the first player taken by the Eagles in the 1999 NFL Draft? Was it A. Donovan McNabb, B. Corey Simon, C. Terrell Owens, or D. Trey Thomas? Gentlemen, answers, please. I know it's fun. It's a, it's a fun little trick to find it. You both have said the same answer, letter A, Donovan McNabb, which is the correct answer. Congratulations. Moving on to question number three. Cheney, you got that one wrong, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> Trey Thomas was like 2001. He was close there. It was it was in the, that four-year span, plus or minus two years, I think. So uh, McNabb from Syracuse. Yes, the Syracuse Orange. What a great, great team name. <laughs> question number three. Who was the first Philadelphia Eagle to rush for more than 1,500 yards in a single season? Was it A, Ricky Waters, B, Herschel Walker, C, Wilbert Montgomery, or D, Steve Van Buren? That's a tough one. That's really tough. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic question, isn't it? That's what we look for here. Tough questions out here. Was Ricky running. Waters on the Eagles or was he on the, the Niners when he, he was on for, for the who for what? He was on the Eagles, I'm pretty sure. He was on the Eagles yeah. for that one? For who for what? Yeah. For who for what? All right, Cheney, that's that's enough over there. That's enough out of you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Who was the first Philadelphia Eagle to rush for more than 1,500 yards in a single season? Was it A, Ricky Waters, B, Herschel Walker, C, Wilbert Montgomery, or D, Steve Van Buren? Gentlemen, answers, please. Oh, our first ascension. Steve saying letter A, Ricky Waters, and Kyle saying Wilbert Montgomery. One of the two of you is absolutely correct, and that is Kyle. The correct answer is C. Wilbert Montgomery. Wow, you know I, I I didn't think that Waters ever had that good of a season, but I was between those guys. I was like Steve Van Buren played in like a twelve game season. Can't yeah, beat him. That's what I thought. I know he's a legend, but I didn't think that they they didn't put up stats like that back yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, uh, between those, then, I just guessed. And Herschel Walker, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. 
Alrighty, the score is three to two. Heading into question number four. Are we ready for the next question? Yes. Right, here we go. Who was the opponent when the Eagles made their very first Super Bowl appearance in the year 1980? Was it A, the Oakland Raiders, B, the Cincinnati Bengals, C, the Denver Broncos, or D, the Miami Dolphins? Well, I can tell you that Ron Jaworski was the quarterback. Yes, sir. Jaws. I may be the only person in this group that was born in this decade. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You were, definitely. I was born in October of 1989. So I was Ooh, alive for just, three months. You just made the cut. Yeah. And good old uh, Dick Vermeil was the head coach. Yep. Yep. If, it, if it makes you feel better, Steve, I mean, it's not going to make you feel better at all. I was three when we drafted Donovan McNabb in 1999, <laughs> but just barely because I was talking to me right now. I was, <laughs> my birthday is December 31st of 96, so uh, oh, wow. I, I barely Great made birthday. it there. Yeah, it's actually a terrible birthday, but yeah, oh, thanks. <laughs> it's like, this is my feeling of my birthday. I, I mean, I like my birthday. It is what it is, but I got to wait all year, like all year long. And then Christmas happens, and then six days later, it's your birthday. You just got to buy yourself stuff all year long. There's not, like, any reprieve where, like, somebody gets to buy you gifts because they probably already got it for you for Christmas. It's just – it is what it is. I guess I can't complain too much. All right, who was the opponent when the Eagles made their very first Super Bowl appearance in 1980? You both have said, A, the Oakland Raiders, which is the correct answer. Good job, it, Tanya. I have guessed one, Brent Selleck A every single time. <laughs> <laughs> and it was almost always right. Yeah. I didn't go back and pay attention to see if there was any patterns in this one, but uh, I'm sure there will be some other answers that come out of here somewhere. He can't be the only answer. All right. It is uh, four to three, right? Yep. Four yep. to three going into question number five. Here we go. Who holds the record for the most rushing yards in Philadelphia Eagles history? Is it A, Ryan Westbrook, B, Robert Montgomery, C, LaShawn McCoy, or D, Steve Van Buren? Wilbur Montgomery makes another appearance, I see. He does. He does indeed. This is a tough one. I, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about my answer, but this one is tough. It is tough. Because three out of these four... I think it, it could there's it's probably pretty close. Yeah. If if memory serves correct, because this is typically how I like to do things, these are more than likely the top four oh, in sure. the history. So that's usually how I rate questions like this. So these are definitely somehow the top four. Well, you mean Reno Mahe wasn't in the top four? There's <laughs> <laughs> actually Deuce Deuce Staley is right there as number yeah, four. Yeah, he's pretty know. close too, I think. He's he's uh he's number five actually. Uh, so who holds the record for the most rushing yards in Philadelphia Eagles history? Was it number 36, Brian Westbrook, B, Wilbur Montgomery, uh, C, LaShawn McCoy, or D, Steve Van Buren? Answers, please. Oh, another dissension in the midst. Steve said letter C, LaShawn McCoy, and Kyle says B, Wilbur Montgomery. One of you is absolutely correct. The answer is letter C, LaShawn McCoy. <sighs> Wilbur Montgomery is number two on the list. I just Only- have a vivid memory of of him. I don't remember. I want to say it was like a, a, a primetime game when he passed whoever was number two, which I didn't know was Wilbur Montgomery. And I feel like it was a primetime game. I just remember I have a vivid memory of, of, of him passing it and then announcing it. 
uh, during the game. It's about 154 yards of separation mm. there. Wow. This should this should tell you um, how bad the Eagles are in terms of rushing history from their running backs. There are two quarterbacks on this list that are in the top ten. Uh, Rand- Randall Cunningham and McNabb are in the top ten of the Eagles rushing yards. Wow. I'm surprised Vic's not um, up there. Yeah, but I guess he didn't close. play long enough. He was only there for like two two yeah, seasons. I guess that's so. true. I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. Had he had he been there a little bit longer, we might have seen him. But uh, yeah, McNabb and Randall Cunningham in the top ten should show you a lot about the history of the Eagles running backs. So <laughs> we are back to a tie game, four to four. Moving on to question number six. Who holds the record for the Mm. most receiving yards in Philadelphia Eagles history? Is it letter A, Mike Quick, B, Harold Carmichael, letter C, Deshaun Jackson, or letter D, Pete Retzlaff? Another tough one, man. But I'm feeling pretty good. I think so. Cheney, C and D aren't even next to each other on the keyboard, bro. How did you mess that up in the last one? I don't know if you could use that excuse if they're not even close to each other at all. You should have added a, an E on here and put J.J. Ortega Whiteside. <laughs> he might be literally dead last if you go I, by the metric of, of like one game yeah. played. He's, he's got to be dead last. The bonus question is... Who is the worst Eagles receiver in history? All answers count. Whoever you say, whoever, whoever you say is probably the right answer. So, all right, who holds the record for the most receiving yards in Eagles history? Is it Mike Quick, Harold Carmichael, Deshaun Jackson, or Pete Retzlaff? Is that uh, is that Reggie White there? That's letter Reggie B. White. He's a B. You have both said letter B, Harold Carmichael, which is the correct answer. Congratulations. It is back to a tie game. And we are going on to question number uh, number seven, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And freaking tastic. Here we go. Question number seven. What year did the Eagles franchise have their first winning season? Was this letter A, 1944? Letter B, 1933? Letter C, 1952, or letter D, 1936. Wow, this is tough. For reference, the Eagles became a franchise in 1933. Yeah. Hmm. So did they struggle for a while? And if they did, how long? There's no way they lasted 19 years without a winning season, right? Can't be seen. I wouldn't think so. It is the Eagles we're talking about, so... Hi, Roseman's uh, great, 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 great grandfather. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's tough, man. What year did the Eagles franchise have their very first winning season? Was it A, 1944, B, 1933, C, 1952, or D, 1936? Answers, please. I'm going to guess that they struggled for a little while, and they they lasted until 44. And I would say, what were you going to say, Kyle? I was between 1944 and 1936. Well, the correct answer is back to Brent Selleck, 1944. Nice. (laughs) I I figured, you know, they were a new franchise. If it was 36, then, you know, that means they they had a winning season those first three years. That'd be pretty good. Um, But 52 is too much. It was hardly an educated guess, though. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sometimes that's all that matters. Just a quick little guess and you're there and that's that's all you can hope for. All right, Steve, you've taken the lead. Going on to question number eight. You were up, uh, is it five? Five, four, six, six five. five. Six, five. All righty. Moving on to question number eight. Here we go. Which Eagles quarterback threw for 464 yards in one game, setting a new team record? Very specific here. Is it A, Donovan McNabb, B, Sonny Jurgensen, C, Ron Jaworski, or D, Randall Cunningham? Honestly, I wouldn't have guessed any of these guys. I would have went with <laughs> Michael Vick or something. Oh. I don't, I don't know. He might have rushed for more than that in the game. I feel like in his heyday, in his prime, Michael Vick, honest to God, could have run 600 yards in the game Probably. if they yeah. would have let him. I always but remember he that, also that had Monday cannon, night game so. versus Washington um, where the Eagles put up like 50. I was, when you read the question, I thought, oh, it's got to be Vick. Just like yeah. childhood. Yeah. I was thinking of that Monday night game. Yeah, that was a crazy game. First play touchdown to Sean Jackson. Remember that one. All right, which Eagles quarterback threw for 464 yards in one game, setting a new team record? Is it letter A, Donovan McNabb, B, Sonny Jurgensen, C, Ron Zaworski, or D, Randall Cunningham? Letter A, Donovan McNabb, and letter B, Sonny Jurgensen. The correct answer is letter A, Donovan McNabb. Taking a lead on you there, man. I had a pretty solid memory that that I remember hearing sometime that he had the most single single passing yards in, in a game because I think Wentz got close maybe once and I think I remember them saying oh he only needs like fifty yards to <laughs> to, to get to match Nick Foles did it I believe uh, in that Super Bowl I think Foles had like three sixty or something like that he was in mm. like the now Brady had like five hundred Brady oh it was Brady that had, I knew somebody had over five hundred yeah our defense was horrible in that game. Except yeah. for one play. <laughs> there was except for Brand, uh Derek Barnett on one play, and that's all. Derek Barnett, Brandon Brand Grand. <laughs> all righty. Uh Steve is taking on I wouldn't say it's a commanding lead, but it is a lead for sure. He's up by two. Uh we will see if Kyle can catch up in just a second. We're gonna take a quick break to hear about our sponsor Anchor. We'll be right back with the show in just a second. And we're back. Uh, welcome back, gentlemen. Here we are to the second half of You Think You Know. Um, the score is currently 6-4, to 7-5. Seven 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 Sorry, five. I'm really bad at remembering scores. I got too much going on. <laughs> so the score is 7-5. to five. Steve is in the lead against our good friend Kyle. Kyle, man, it's, that's, it's the second half. You know the Eagles are a second-half team. They can't ever seem to do anything right in the first half of the game unless they're playing the Detroit Lions. Uh, so let's let's see if we can mount a comeback here, uh, beginning with question number nine. How are we feeling before we go to the second half here? Uh, I'm disappointed in myself. I feel like I come down to two choices, and I'm guessing the wrong one. So Feeling pretty good, but, I mean, yeah, these have been tough. Um, Kyle definitely knows his stuff, so it's anybody's game. I was I was impressed last week. Kyle tuned into the show for – or two weeks ago, sorry. Uh, we had an episode where we were – I was giving you NFL greats or NFL players of all time, and you had to guess what college they went to. I tell you what, Kyle, like Kyle knows a lot about where a lot of people went to school, stuff that I just simply could not care any less about. But uh, it's, it's useless facts, but they're stored in there. So <laughs> it's the only, the only way to get it out. So. 
Well, let's see if you can find any more useless facts to help you through this one. Here we go. Question number nine. Which Eagles player is not tied for the lead in career interceptions? Is it A, Brian Dawkins, B, Eric Allen, C, Herman Edwards, or D, Bill Bradley? So you're telling me there's a three-way tie and one of these guys is not on? There is a three-way tie for 34 career interceptions. Man. And I will put it like this. This is really tragic. But one of them, the person that is not tied, has 33. So oh, he is man. he has missed the lead by one interception. Hmm. Which Eagles player is not tied for the lead in career interceptions? Is it A, Brian Dawkins, B, Eric Allen, C, Herman Edwards, or D, Bill Bradley? Sorry, right, Bree. We thank you for pulling up anyway. Even though you're not an Eagles fan, you're still just sitting in the same place that we are. So uh, I think you're still a fan. Or a cow. I don't know whose fan you are, but either way, we're all in the same place. All right, gentlemen, answers, please. Kyle's going with C. Man, man. A. Every time. A. Brian Selleck's my boy, you know. That's a great tight end. You know, he did great things for us for a couple of years. But you should have gone with letter C. Herman Edwards, which would have been the wow. correct answer. That's tough. That's I was thinking, really you know, Brian's was or Brian's Dawkins was no, known more of like a physical guy. I think yeah. like, oh, maybe he got one less interception than these yep. other guys. You know? yep. Ryan Dawkins. Well, to, to have a safety like that again, we did for a couple of years. You know, I, I was loving the uh, Malcolm Jenkins era. So he was he was good. We missed him for sure. We're sad when we lost him. Yep. 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 Definitely. Seven uh, six. All right, 7-6. Kyle's closing the gap. Question number 10. This is your chance. Which college did Eagles running back Brian Westbrook attend? Was it A, Pittsburgh, B, Villanova, C, Robert Morris, or D, Missouri Southern? I need more of these questions, Alvin. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you, this is is the only one. not my forte, man. Colleges... (laughs) This is the only one of these types of questions here, Kyle. I think so, it's going to uh, be tied after this one. It's funny. I actually went to go reuse the Reggie White question we used from two weeks ago. And then I remember that you tuned in right about that <laughs> that time and answered that correctly. And I was like, ah, well, got to change that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Three seconds. Which college did Eagles great Brian Westbrook attend? Was it Pittsburgh, Villanova, Robert Morris, or Missouri Southern? Answers, please. Is that Reggie White on there? Speaking of Reggie White and the letter B, Brian Westbrook running back out of Villanova University. That was a dumb lucky guess. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes that's all you can hope for. All righty, here we go. Uh, Still up one, Steve. You're holding on to your lead there. Question number 11 coming at you. Which well-known charity did the Eagles help to develop? Was it letter A, Coats for Kids? B, the Ronald McDonald House, C, the Make-A-Wish Foundation, or D, the SPCA? Wow. Hey, we got to show the good side of Philly here. You know, a lot of people think that Philly's a bunch of not not good things, so got to find a way to show off something good that they've done. (laughs) Well, like a famous former president said, bad things happen in Philly. There you go. (laughs) 
you know, <laughs> 10 seconds remaining, which well-known charity did the Eagles help to develop? Was it A, Coats for Kids, B, the Ronald McDonald House, C, Make-A-Wish Foundation, or D, the SPCA? Answers, please. D, the first time we've seen Asante uh, Samuel in here, uh, SPCA, and Kyle has gone with B, the Ronald McDonald House. Oof, this is a tough one. One of you is right. Ugh. The person that is right is Kyle, the Ronald McDonald Ooh. House. Wow. Closing the lead and tying the game at question 11. Only four questions left in the traditional round, if you think you know. And Kyle, you brought it back to a tie. The second half has been kind to you, sir. <laughs> yes, I have. Steve, you have my respect. You are a very knowledgeable Eagles fan. This is a good battle. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Same with you. <laughs> Yo, what up, X? Welcome to the show, baby. What's up? Pull it up, pulling up. Thank you so much. Uh, here we go. Question number 12. Former DB Herman Edwards wore what jersey number while in Philadelphia? Was it A, number 33, B, number 43, C, number 36, or D, letter 46? Let me just say that just like Kyle knows a lot about people's uh, colleges, I have a stupid <laughs> ability to remember a guy's jersey number. Um, there are times when I cannot remember a player's name, but I know what number he wore. <laughs> and, you know, I, I'm i pretty sure about this one. I could be wrong. I hope I'm probably about to embarrass myself and be wrong. But, but I'm I'm feeling pretty good. I'm just trying to remember Miracle of Meadowlands um, and remember – you know, who I saw pick up that ball it was Herm Edwards just trying to figure out the number. So. <laughs> Former DB Herman Edwards wore what jersey number while in Philadelphia? Was it A, 33, B, 43, C, 36, or D, 46? Answers, please. I'm very intrigued to see what we got. Look at that. A three-way tie for the answer, number 46. Letter D is the correct answer. Congratulations to you both. And Debris for getting that one right, even though she's not an Eagles fan. Look at that. We're just just sharing the love out here. It is the city of brotherly love after all. But I don't want to see a tie here, brothers. So uh, let's let's see it broken here. All right, moving on to question number uh, 13. Who is the Philadelphia Eagles' all-time leader in touchdowns scored? Is it A, Steve Van Buren, B, Brian Westbrook, C, Tommy McDonald, or D, Harold Carmichael? Wow, this is another really tough one. Toughie, toughie, toughie. Yeah. Obviously, we know Carmichael was the, rece- the leading receiving Jeez. yards. Mm-hmm. And Van Buren, I don't know. They just didn't really put up those kind of stats back then, even though he was so dominant. So it's it's a tough one. Ten seconds. Oh, dang, who is the Philadelphia Eagles' all-time leader in touchdowns scored? Is it A, Steve Van Buren, B, Brian Westbrook, C, Tommy McDonald, or D, Harold Carmichael? Let's see those answers. Steve's went with B, Brian Westbrook, and Kyle with D, Harold Carmichael. And just like that, our tie is broken with the lead going to Kyle. The correct answer was letter D, Harold Carmichael. Wow. It's 
it's it definitely point. says something about how dominant Carmichael was as a receiver, yeah. getting being, yeah. doing that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a receiver like him. Uh, <laughs> Could have had Devonte Adams. You know, could have had DK Metcalf. Could have had Justin Jefferson. We ended yeah. up with JJ Ortega Whiteside, <laughs> Nelson Aguilar, and <laughs> and uh, you know Jalen Rager. So the other guy, <laughs> the other guy. <laughs> All righty, uh, Kyle's taking the lead at question number thirteen. There are two questions left in the traditional round. Uh, there's still time. There's still time, Steve. Let's see if you can pull it Not out scary. here with question number fourteen. It's a tough question, Michael Vick was selected to the 2011 Pro Bowl as an Eagle. How many times was he selected to the Pro Bowl in years prior? Was it A, 1, B, 2, C, 3, and you guessed it, D, 4? Tough one. That's super tough. Man, this is Falcons trivia. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. for real. (laughs) Anything about Atlanta? (laughs) Oh, man. It's a tough question. got to know about my boy, number seven, Michael Vick. Ten seconds. I know how many Pro Bowls McNabb went to. I don't know how many Pro Bowls Vick went to. It's tough. Michael Vick was selected to the 2011 Pro Bowl as an Eagle, but how many times was he selected in years prior? Was it one, two, three, or four? Answers, please. One says B, which is two, and one says C, which is three. The correct answer is letter C. He was selected to three Pro Bowls before the Eagles, which was his fourth and last. All right, Steve, you got to get these last two right to hope to tie. And uh, I think you can do it. I think you can do it. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I feel great. I think this is a good. I think this is a good matchup. I got the right people here. <laughs> Going to bed, Xavier. What? It's not like you have a Spanish quiz or anything. That's on Wednesday, so you got time to stay up a little bit. You know. <laughs> All right. Thanks for thanks for coming, Xavier. All right. Uh, moving on to question number fifteen. Here we go. How many Philadelphia Eagles players have won an NFL MVP? Is the answer zero, one, two, or three? We've had some great players over the years. Some really great players even over the years. How many of them have won the NFL MVP? Is it A, zero, B, one, C, two, or D, three? That's tough, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Time is up. Answers, please. How many Eagles players have won NFL MVP? You both have said letter A, zero. Which hurts for you oh, both man. to think that is the case. Because the Eagles are one of seven teams... That have never had a player win the oh, NFL MVP. <laughs> that is correct. The answer is A, zero. <laughs> Steve, 
Statistically, Steve, that does put you at a loss for the evening, but we're going to give you a chance to improve your score. What is the final score, by the way, of our first round here? What was the final tally? Um, I am behind by two points. That's all I know. 13 to 11, I 13. think. Hey, yeah, I think so. I, you both right. deserve a spot in the starting lineup. For sure. Congratulations. You've both made it as a starter. Let's see if uh, Kyle can get close to perfect uh, with the bonus question. Now, here's how the bonus question works. Ladies and gentlemen, anyone who's listening or watching and or the gentlemen who are playing, uh, the bonus question is a little bit trickier, okay, because um, you're only going to get 15 seconds to answer this question. Okay, not 30, just 15, and it is not multiple choice. So you have to uh, message me your answer um, so that we can find out who knows the most, which I think we knows the answer already. But uh, if we go jersey numbers versus college numbers, or co- where they went to college, <laughs> we might have a different game here. So here we go with a bonus question. 15 seconds is on the clock. Remember to send me a message with your answer. Um, here we go, the bonus question. What team did Andy Reid coach before becoming the head coach of the Eagles in 1999? 15 seconds is on the clock. I sent it to you on Messenger. Um, Yep, perfect. Okay. (laughs) Bree is coming at y'all. You guys are rock stars of Eagles knowledge and doesn't know if she should be happy or question your free time. <laughs> she did say just kidding, but uh, I don't know if she's kidding. It sounds like a little after the fact. All right. What team did Andy Reid coach for before becoming the Eagles head coach in 1999? Kyle has answered, and Steve has answered? I answered I you. You did. Punt, pass, and kick team. Is that you don't know, or is that an answer? <laughs> It's my answer, man. Go birds. <laughs> Go birds. Go birds. They right answer is it doesn't matter. <laughs> <Only birds. laughs> the, the, the football team is your answer. But Kyle has submitted a correct answer of the Green Bay Packers before becoming the head coach of the Eagles. He was indeed a Packers. Oh, uh, you know assistant. what? I knew that. He was one of Mike Holmgren's guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, coach okay. Brett Favre. I knew that. Yeah, I knew, that. I knew it. Let the record show. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, I was like trying to figure out if there was something I was missing. If the punt, pass, and kick team was like a euphemism for the Packers somehow. No, no Andy no, Reid like did a, that, right? There's there like the, the thing when he was in like fifth grade. He was like six foot four, and oh, he's yeah. like he's like punting. He like punted a ball out of the stadium with like what these fifth graders like supposed to be. It's like a funny clip of it somewhere. Phenomenal. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. All right, Kyle, that puts you as the winner of tonight's episode of You Think You Know, the Philadelphia Eagles. Congratulations, sir. Welcome to the starting lineup. You both got a spot. I don't care where you want to go. Uh, but some... well, receiver, <laughs> obviously. Oh, sure. clear, clearly. Uh, now you guys need to go read a book according to Rick. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. All right, thank you both for coming on the show tonight. I hope you enjoyed your time, and I certainly hope that you will come back on the show sometime. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen of the audience, please make sure to follow the Afro-Latinos on all social media platforms. We got a Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube page. Uh, You can find us anywhere the digital podcast can be found. And follow the link at the bottom of the screen, uh, and it will be in the description of this episode for our merch. Um, We have shirts, sweatshirts, crewnecks, mugs we got it all for you available 
on bonfire.com. So look us up there to find our official Afro Latinos podcast merch. Um, and I think that's everything. Uh, so this has been another episode of You Think You Know with your host of the evening, Aubin, and my good friends, Steve and Kyle. Thank you so much again for coming on the show. Have a good night, everybody. Peace out.